play. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. What? No. Let's talk about religion. No, Selena, I don't want to talk about religion. That's, that's Religious a problem with freedom? you. Then See, that is a problem This is not with the show you. for you today, You guys then. all have issues. All of you have issues. That is yeah, your problem. You're always attacking Christians, and I'm tired of it. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I may make believe like I don't love Jesus Christ, and I don't want his love to cover me all over my body, but I do, and I want him to cover you with his love as well, but you guys don't want that to happen. So let me tell you something about Christianity and the Bible and organized religion. In the Bible, it talks about slavery. Yes, God had that wrong but only because we were forced to stop it and yes in the bible it also said that women should go in outhouses while they have their periods and we had that wrong maybe but probably not and yes the bible also said that listen if you go to war and you kill a husband you can take their wife for your own and yes we had that wrong but only because people told us we had to stop what about the definition of marriage definition definition of marriage is this thing right here a woman is your property so if i give you two pokemon cards i can have your daughter I can't and that is what the bible says and I don't understand why people are trying to warp that because I gave Alyssa three Yu-Gi-Oh cards I own her future daughter that's pretty much what it means to me you get that dowry gone yes exactly and this is where it brings me to today and the problems we are having at this moment all of a sudden people are mad because God doesn't like the gay lords and God doesn't want you to marry a gay person or talk to a gay person or be friends or with a gay person. Or send pizza to their wedding. Or send pizza to their wedding. Or, wear, or eat, bake them a cake. Or... or eat shellfish around them. Or have men with long hair because that will make God cry. And all of a sudden, Barack Hussein Jaquan Obama, the ghetto president who has a mixtape coming out next week, has a problem with the American people and wants to make you watch Will and Grace while sitting next to a man who likes to kiss other men. And that is the reason Jaden Smith wears a skirt. What? Can we get a disclaimer? Please give a disclaimer, Stanley. Okay, so if if you weren't sure, everything that Stanley just said is a hyperbolic. So if you weren't sure, Stanley definitely drunk. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Better explanation. Stanley has been drinking again. Skirt. Anyways, I was saying that's the reason Jaden Smith wears a skirt. But no. Nonsense aside, guys, we are here to talk about religious freedom. And what I wanted to do was just give you an idea of how ridiculous the Bible is in certain in certain aspects. No offense, Lena, but it has some it, pretty stupid stuff in it. I mean... I just mentioned like I, three of them. You know, it, it, I think that depends on how you interpret it, to be perfectly honest. Right. I mean, if you look at it just as, you know, this is kind of the story, but that's not meant to ha- how it's supposed to be in reality, then that's one thing. But it's when you start taking some of these things, right. as you just pointed out, really seriously. That's, that's where we get into a lot of conflict, is that you can, you know, follow these texts. I mean, we all, like, read, you know, either religious texts or... The Constitution. The Constitution or different, philosophy. you know, philosophy. Twilight. And we take it as, you know, we interpret Twilight. We interpret it to suit our needs and to sort of, you know, keep in mind when, you know, as life lessons. It's not supposed to be interpreted literally. Yes. But if someone said today that they were going to put their wife in the outhouse because she was on her period, they'd probably call him a psycho and a sexist. And we've all come to understand that this is wrong. What we have not begun to shift away from is this discrimination against gay, lesbian, transgender people. And that is very prominent in states like Indiana, where they passed this new religious freedom law, which expanded the way that you could, which expanded the law in a way that has not been done so in the federal law. And let's explain that because I'm an idiot who doesn't know words anyway. Right. So, And, and you know, and now like other states are considering replicating this law of places like Arkansas, places like Alabama and Missouri. 
Alyssa? Well, so here's what you should understand about the law. This, so there's a federal religious freedom law. I'm going to uh, explain in a minute. There's also 30 states that have these mini what's called RIFRA, or Religious Freedom Reformation Acts. But in the 30 states that already have them, they're all modeled off of the federal law. And so they do not allow private businesses to discriminate. And so to give you some background and history, back in uh, 1992, there was a case that went up to the Supreme Court. It was called Unemployment Division versus Smith. I've mentioned it before on this show. And it's Essentially, what the Supreme Court ruled in that case, it was a First Amendment case. They argued that their First Amendment rights were being violated. And what the Supreme Court ruled essentially was that if there was a a law that was facially neutral, meaning it didn't go after you because of your religious beliefs. It just went after something that had nothing to do with your religion. In this case, it was the right to be take drugs or get drug tested. Uh, and it and so they said that because that law was not geared towards your religion per se, then you weren't actually being discriminated against that. Following that, in 1993, they passed what's known as the Federal Religious Freedom Reformation Act. It was it's said to have restored the First Amendment in the way that they said that the First Amendment was meant religious freedom was drawn back based on this Supreme Court ruling. Um, and what the federal law said was essentially that if the government wants to infringe on your religious beliefs, then they have to have a, it's a very high standard. It set a very high standard for the government to uh, meet. Uh, it didn't mean that the government can never infringe on your religious beliefs in some way. It just means that there has to be some compelling reason to do so. And following that, 30 other states passed these laws. But what's different about the Indiana law is it was written much, much broader. It would have allowed, potentially allowed, um, private businesses to discriminate against people based on uh, their religious beliefs, which is not how the federal law operates or how these laws operate in the other 30 states. And as Stanley pointed out, then Arkansas was considering it, although now Arkansas has come back and said, no, we're going to only do the, the federal one, just like these 30 other states. Um, it was defeated in Georgia. Uh, and now really the focus is on Louisiana. And Louisiana has a bill that's even broader than the one in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And in Indiana, actually, Mike Pence has said, let's scale this back right. because of the backlash. Yeah, so that's right. kind of giving you the legal landscape of what's going on. Right. So people have been... So, so we know how religious religion has been used in the past. Um, and, and ignorant people have used religion to perpetuate discrimination. They use it to perpetuate slavery. They use it to perpetuate Jim Crow. And now they're using it to perpetuate um, discrimination against LGBT people and have no kind of confusion. This is clear discrimination where you want to be able to have the power to refuse people from going to your hotel or restaurants or having jobs or well, firing people. It's not even, you know, denying service, right? Like everybody talks about, you know, like not letting gay people eat at their pizzeria or bake them a cake for their wedding. You know, that was a big argument. Like, should we force, you know, religious people to bake a cake for um, a same-sex marriage when they don't believe in that because of their religion? But it goes beyond just this sort of ceremonial stuff to, Mm -hmm. you know, denying um, gay couples the right for adoption or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, evicting evicting them or giving them, you know renting them apartments or selling them homes. And this is not something that's new. You know, this isn't something that is going to become a problem. This has become, or this has been a huge problem in the past for gay couples to, you know, find a place to live. It definitely has been. If you want to call in with some questions or comments or just yell at me for being so mean towards religion, (laughs) religion in general, number is 212-650-6903. Again, that is 212-650-6903. My question is, if they're going to use their religion 
if people can possibly use a religion to refuse service or penalize people for being gay or lesbian or transgender or um, kick them out, what's, what's, listen, maybe you can help me with this. What's stopping them from saying maybe, well, I cannot serve you because you're black and that's against my religion? You know, it's it's very similar. I mean, there's really, I mean, th- that's kind of the point that's being made is that, I mean, you can, there's been a bunch of memes on this and, and they're really simple yeah. to understand, but it's like, you know, back during the civil rights movement, the Bible was used to justify not allowing black people to sit at the lunch counter. Right. And well, there's surprise. really no difference in the, as far as I'm concerned is to use a biblical definition. Uh, and, and the other thing that people have to understand about religious freedom is religious freedom is not your, if you're like, let me step back, which is when we're talking about the first amendment, when we're talking about these religious freedom laws, what they're supposed to be is so the government can't, persecute you because of your religion so the government can't discriminate against you because of your religion they were never about and even the first amendment and we talk about all the time state action which is when you are raising a first amendment challenge or you're saying your rights were violated under the religious freedom restoration act what you're saying is the government is violating well, my rights Barack obama is trying to make me watch bill and grace and not, I don't want to. <laughs> not that because if not be, not that i own a public business and i'm and i'm open to the public somebody coming in and asking me to bake them a wedding cake is not the government forcing me to do something that's against my religious rights. So that's where a lot of people also mistaken. Like these laws were only meant to apply when the government is discriminating against people based on their religion. How do you know if the government is gay or straight? Um, so just to back what Alyssa was saying, I just wanted to point out it wasn't until a few decades ago that um, throughout all 50 states, people, blacks and whites were allowed to marry. And again, That's that true. was another law that was that was used, um, that people used the Bible to back. They said that this, oh. you know, clear if you look at the Bible, it says that. You're not supposed to have interracial dating and marriage, even though it says opposite of that in the Bible. But whatever, that's how people interpret. It has, it's, it's it's two different things. The Bible so they talks interpret about it. interracial marriage. Mm-hmm. Like it talks you about know. how Mo- Moses married an Egyptian woman and then how he was discriminated against and like he shouldn't have been. I think so. You're, he did. You're yes. No. I, I'm not. Re- I'm not reaching. Like I can give you scripture by scripture. Moses married an Egyptian woman who was black. And because okay. his brother Aaron and this other oh my God, woman, I hope was my like, grandmothers are listening right now. <laughs> like, listen, I mean that wasn't his only wife. Should, I'll say should, that, should, but should one is what? But like, because the Bible says you can have more than one wife, just as long as she's not the same sex as you. You know, but, but, but just just to add on to the point that I was making. I wanted to throw this back <laughs> at Alyssa as well. So okay, so one of the you talked about memes, and one of the things I see, and I would like if you could clarify. So people were saying like, so what if you have um, black bakers? And the KKK walks in and they're like, well, I want you to make me a cake and, you know, put some type of signage that shows that, you know, I'm no, of the KKK. Thank like, like, you. No, 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 no. Let me jump in. It's like, a great are question. Are people going to the, to the bakery going, can you put a cake of me having same sex with my no, same sex couple? No, it, and, you know, but here, like, she brings up a great point. And there was actually a lawsuit about this. There was a KKK group that went into a, a bakery and asked for the KKK and the uh swastika to be painted on a cake and the baker said no and there was a lawsuit and the kkk won and they said you know it's a, well no, they said that you know it, it, it what it comes down to is it's not a matter it's like if you run a bakery then you really 
you know, when it comes to that kind of thing, you have little choice in wh- who you get, you know, what what you get to say, who you want to bake a cake for, essentially. That's different from being a lawyer. I mean, I have I get to assess cases and decide, do I want to take your case? Do I not want to take your case? Um, but it's not like a public bakery where anybody can walk in and say, bake me a cake. But also, I mean, aren't there like protected, this is where there's like a big controversy is that there's protected classes of people, right? right? So you can't discriminate based on certain groups of people. People, you know, gay people are included in this protected class in some states but not others and that's where that's sort of the bigger issue here is that we need to be more inclusive of other minority groups. It's not just you can't just discriminate based on um you know, gender or race or religion, also um sexual orientation. So you know, the KKK is not considered a protective class, so you would be able to say no versus, you know, if you w- wanted to deny service to a black customer or a Jewish customer or something like that, you couldn't because they are under this protected class of people. Right. No, I think you make a good point. And then there's also a second layer of it, which is, you know, hate speech isn't protected by the first. I mean, well, no, hate speech is protected by the First Amendment, but when it crosses the line into inciting violence or um you know, imminent harm. I'm not going to get into the, you know, fine legal stuff, but suffice to say, there could be an argument made that if you, what were you were asked to put on the cake, uh, crossed that line from what's protected First Amendment speech, then you could probably refuse. But I think you have a great point there, Jackie, which is, you know, what what protected class is the KKK uh, coming in as? I mean, and maybe they're saying that their protected class is race. Uh, you Ugh. know, I mean, and I'm not saying right. that I agree with that, right. but there could be a legitimate argument right. that they could make that, that would they be so and hypocritical. It would, be, it would be hypocritical, but they could they could make the argument that their protected class right. is race and that right. they're being discriminated against because they're white. Yep. Um, <laughs> and like crazy. I said, I think that's a little far fetched, but it's you know, it's not in when you're taught law, you're America. taught. <laughs> to like think out all the possible outcomes, and I definitely could see that as being a line of argument that they take. This is very true. So, what I want to know, and this question is, is geared towards Alyssa, but I want you guys to jump in as well. Is where is this legis- where is this legislation coming from? Because we already had the the basic like the, the the basic blueprint of the bill and the federal law. So now where is this expansion coming from? Is this something that Mike Pence just made up at his KKK summer camp? No, uh, what, what I really think this is coming out of is animus towards gay people because of expanded marriage rights. So, I mean, this wasn't so much of an issue when a lot of, I mean, put it this way. If you live in New York, most people, you know, even if they're against gay marriage on a personal level, they understand that, you know, they're a little more forward thinking as like, you know what, I don't necessarily want you to get married in my church, but if you go down to City Hall, you know, such is life. In other states, they're not as comfortable with this. And as more and more federal courts and state courts have said that under the Constitution, you can't discriminate against two, you know, two people can get married regardless of whether they're same sex or opposite sex. Religious people have started to feel like this is a personal attack on them, which it's not. And I think that's a big point of thing that we should understand. Allowing two people that love each other to get married in a secular fashion, because there's an exception. Uh, If your church or your temple or your mosque does not want to marry these two people, they don't have to. Um, But if they do, they can. Uh, But I think that's where the, the, Perse- like, but it's not persecution to 
to grant other people rights that they don't right. have. That they because if you ask them, they feel like they're being persecuted. They feel like that for having to see this in their fa- faces and see these same sex same sex persecution. couples. see these same sex couples who get all this quote unquote media attention. They can walk the streets, and their children have to see this. They feel like this is persecution because they are living under a state that accepts this when they know in their hearts through the Bible and their religion, or it be Islam, Christianity, Scientology, Flying Spaghetti Monster, that this is bad. But so how is it, if it's persecution to them, how can, how, can you, how can you tell them that it's not persecution if that's how they feel? Because if they want to know what persecution is, then be they black? should tune into our next segment that is going to be about actual persecution yeah. against religious minorities. Um, you know, having, allowing two gay people to get married and, you know... Yeah, allowing someone to give you money for a service that you provide not is not persecution. Right. And uh, uh, Alyssa, can, sorry. can you just clarify, because you brought up um, the fact that a church, a temple, a mosque would not have to necessarily marry two couples um, or same-sex couple. How was that, like, just clarify, how was that different? Because same-sex couples have said, like, you know, that they might feel persecuted. Like, if they've been going to this church, they've been tithing at this church, and then they come out and say, like, you know, I found somebody we would like to get married. And then the pastor's like, well, you can't do that well, The here. reason why it's different is because it's an actual religious institution versus a bakery like if, if for i mean there could be an expanded argument that if the church owned a non-for-profit bakery that baked cakes for the church and only for the church then that was a religion that's a, that that bakery was an outlet of the church but the difference is a church is or a temple is actually a religious institution versus a bakery which is not a religious institution and so in every single court ruling and even in every state where they've passed same-sex marriage laws they've made an exception they've carved out an exception for actual religious institutions that does not apply to businesses that bake cakes or make pizzas unless they're gay pizzas <laughs> guys we are going on a quick break when we get back we'll be talking more about being gay and trying to get married and why the laws will protect you from the gays or not I like that song. Yeah, Trap Queen is the trap music of the week. That's actually Jackie's name on my phone. I'm like, I actually like it. Jackie Owen, Bay Scottish Trap Queen. That is, I've seen it. That is my name in Stanley's Trap Queen. Coming back into this long religious discussion that's going on. Right. I wonder if Jesus likes Trap Queen. He would have cat daddy too, I think. We will never know. Jesus no, or if you, you mean never that? Know. You mean that brown skin Jew? Yeah, the, the black Jew. Jesus. I wonder if you know what? I'm not gonna make that joke because I'm pretty sure we'll get canceled. What? <laughs> no, why are we gonna get canceled for on. speaking? The, oh, okay. Anyway, because no, like, imagine if Jesus resurrected today, the cops would probably shoot him. <laughs> like mid resurrection, oh. I am back. Bong, bong. He had a gun. He was on a cross. I thought it was a gun. So we are, I chopped my taser. Yeah, right. Sure. We are back on Let's Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM WHCR, the Voice of Harlem, one of the one of the few places that actually likes black people and are not afraid of them. Yes, Harlem. I know. For now. Well, I don't know about Harlem anymore. Harlem is starting to look like Connecticut. Oh but, God. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we come have on. Been you talk- know you like that brunch spot. Do I? They're making a Whole Foods on 125th Street. I'm I know. They're making upset. a Whole Foods on 125th yes. Street. And Whoa. Lennox, right by the two train. It's talk about changes. Someone got mad at me because I was, they was like, how, "How could this happen?" I'm like, "But the wine." 
Put the that, one. I'm sorry. Yeah, so but you can get your so you can good. get your fascist yeah. Whole Foods. The Manuka right. honey. I who owns Whole Foods called the president. <laughs> some nasty honey. names. Oh God, Which, bring bring a Trader Joe's here. People do not realize how cheap Trader Joe's oh, is. I love Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. Trader is, Joe's will change your life. It I is, will have a religious experience in Trader Joe's. I that told, is a religious. Marilyn institution. went food shopping <laughs> with me there one time, and she almost like she was overwhelmed. She was like, "Oh my God, look at these prices." I, I know. It's the best. They have cookie spread. Like, yes. you can make, like, a sandwich out of cookie dough. Oh. All, right, all right, guys, so we had to yeah, actually talk about... the Church of Trader Joe's over here? Yes, that's right. The Church of Trader Joe's, I'm down for that. So we are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM, WHCR, The Voice of Harlem. And this is Stanley Fritz with Selena Hill, Alyssa Fuchs, and Jackie Cohen, also known as the Bass Goddess Trap Queen. Oh, that's, that's all right for our certificate. That's right. We have been <laughs> talking about religious freedom this entire show and all the time foolery going on in Indiana and other places if they get real stupid like... Indiana did. And <laughs> one of the big reasons, well, pretty much the defining reason why these laws have been being passed, these religious freedom laws, which expand your ability to um, have, quote-unquote, religious freedom, is to, I guess you can say, retaliate or give people of religious religious belief the power to refuse service to anyone they feel is, you know, living a lifestyle that is against their religion. So pretty much anyone who's gay or lesbian or transgender. Well, yeah? I just wanted to say, I think that... For the most part, I, I don't. I think you've definitely said this, but they're just using their religious beliefs to justify their discrimination. Like a lot well, yeah. of people just don't like saying gay people, that's and then all that's it the is. argument yeah. that yeah. they'll use. Like it's not necessarily like I don't like. I wouldn't be surprised if these people didn't go to church, you know, weren't really practicing Christians, but they're like, oh, hold on, like I practice that one though. I also wouldn't be surprised if they did go to church and they prayed every day. Right. So like it Rick could go Santorum, either way. Rick, yeah, it goes both ways. It I goes think. both ways. It does That's what she ways. said. <laughs> Rick Santorum, who is, I, I do not doubt that he's a, a God-fearing Christian or Catholic, whatever that is. And he's, he's Catholic, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, hates the Catholics. He yeah. said, I hate gay people. But, I mean, right. That being said, most, I mean, this is purely anecdotal, but most religious people I know and Christians certainly are fine with same-sex marriage and are fine with gay people. They have no, you know... They're accepting, or people that I know that are gay that have grown up in Christian or Jewish or even Muslim families have, you know, it's fine. It's not, it's just there's like a small group of people that want that, you know, use religion or whatever excuse to. They're bigots. Yeah. Being gay in the Bible is just as bad as saying the Lord's name in vain. I can say the Lord's name in vain right now, stupid God. I'm going to hell. Being gay, going to hell. It's the same thing. It doesn't, am I wrong, Selena? You look like mortified. <laughs> I mean, I there's like no context behind that whatsoever. Yeah, no. But I, like, yeah. no, that's what I'm, so I'm saying. Like people try to make well, being gay seem like it's this ultimate. Oh, thing oh, that's what you're saying. I think what you're trying to say is that there's right there's misinterpretations of the Bible, right? So you brought it up in the beginning of the segment that you know a lot of people that are eating shellfish and not making their wives go into an outhouse, which they should, when they're you know menstruating, are discriminating against and denying service to gay people, and they're sort of picking and choosing the parts of the Bible. That that they want so that they can, you know, take part in this bigoted behavior. Yes. Well, yeah, and, and that's something I, we were talking about a little bit off the air, but it's in, I find it interesting about the picking and choosing because I always, you know, I'm Jewish, so I have read the Old Testament and I've never really read the New Testament in detail, but I've always interpreted what I know about the New Testament to be like, love thy neighbor, love the, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated kind of thing. Um, and I don't sin. see Jesus as uh, saying like, let's discriminate against gay people. I, like, I don't see that as being a very Jesus type That's thing. The New Testament, on top of the fact that 
like Leviticus is just from a religious perspective was and all the laws in Leviticus were written to apply to Jewish people. Right. And you don't see a lot of the Christians that are preaching these things. You mentioned the outhouse and this, but they eat pork, they eat shellfish, they you know, they don't comply with any of these other mm-hmm. things and then they pick out this one thing mm-hmm. and use it as a, a reason to discriminate. And we have this woman who I am very, very fond of on my page. Her name is Rebecca and she's a retired Episcopalian minister. And she marries gay couples all the time. And she says, you know, in my interpretation of the New Testament, um, you know, Jesus would be loving and he would, you know, want to these people to get married. And and the other thing she says is marriage promotes family and that even when you're a same-sex couple. And yeah. so if we really care about family and the institution of family, mm-hmm. then there's a conservative case to be made for, uh, you know, and when conservative, I don't mean like conservative politics. I just like a, a, a family conservative case to be made for marriages strengthen families and so if we care about marriages and we care about the strengthening families then we should allow gay people to do that as well you're right and guys if you're listening right now and you want to give a call and give a comment the number is 212-650-6903 again that is 212-650-6903 I'm you can say also something. tweet us oh, okay. at be heard underscore radio i have my phone that is, you can definitely ah. do that. Selena tweets once a week. You can catch her on Sundays. <laughs> no, I when all don't. she does is retweet things. <laughs> no, and that's say not constantly. I have been resurrected. My Twitter. I said that. And just one quick thing, Jackie. I see you have. You want to say something, and I want to make sure I don't give you a chance to talk by just talking. <laughs> Thank over you. you. Yeah, um, mansplain. That's right, mansplain all over. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Now, go ahead. Mansplain <laughs> ah. over there too. That was just such a victory. <gasps> for, by the way, for women. Ah. I've been like. Purposely trying not to manspread, it really does hurt. Can, can I? We're no, not, no, we're not it, talking it about manspreading yeah, right now. Don't you even, don't have a penis. I've, Be quiet. I, no, I've been actually documenting all the people I've seen manspreading now. I it's, take pictures of them all the time. Why don't you pray for but them instead? Something, I might just I do that, Stanley. What was I going to say? I'm sorry, Jackie. You, you ruined so it. we both forgotten what we were going to say. If you want to call it, I know what I'm going to say, stuff. though. Here, there's a nice little chart that was going around this week, which I think is really important, and it's about how to tell if your religious liberties are actually being violated. Here's some examples. Here's examples where your religious liberties are actually being violated. You are not allowed to attend a religious service of your choosing. You are not allowed to legally marry the person you love. You are being forced to use birth control even though it is against your religion. You are not allowed to pray privately in your home or in a public place. You are not allowed to purchase, read, or possess religious books or materials. And you are not allowed to teach your children creation stories of your faith in your own home. You forgot something. You are forced to watch the L word. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> and on the other, and then here's situations where your religious liberties are not being violated. Others are allowed to go to religious services of their choosing, or not at all. Someone else is allowed to marry the person they love no matter what your religion says. You are unable to prevent others from using birth control. You are not allowed to force others to pray publicly. Others are allowed to access books, movies, and websites that you may not personally like or your religion doesn't agree with. And public school science classes are allowed to teach children about science. That gives you a really, really good idea of when your liberties are being violated versus right. when they are not. No, that was a great breakdown. And I mean, if that's if that type of persecution was going on, then I feel like that would be a justified argument. But I just don't understand how people say like, oh, I'm being persecuted. It's just not happening. Right. I mean, I think such a big issue here, just as a country as a whole, is that we are so literal, right? We can't just like interpret things. And I mean, that's how our laws are are made to be interpreted. And that's why we have a judicial system that can interpret laws, um, you know, and they're, they're made to be flexible. But people want to be so literal when it comes to things like our constitution and what our laws say and what our religious texts say um, that they, they, 
and they can't. You know, if you need to be that literal, there's no way we can exist as a society, right? Because there's no way that you can have pure religious freedom and zero discrimination in this country. Like they just, it can't happen, right? Um, and it's something all about that balance. I, yeah, it's all about balance, and you have to. There's trade offs. I mean, there's always trade offs to everything. You can't have it be absolute one way, you know, or the other. Um, something that I thought was really interesting was that. Um, Rand Paul, who has announced his you know bid for presidency, was on vacation when this Indiana law was uh, was passed, and he put out a press release saying he could not be reached for comment. And this is sort of a what? You know, Ooh, wait, yeah. he put out a press release yeah. to say he could not, yep. be, he because he was on vacation. Right. And I don't think it was like a planned thing that he was going to go on vacation like when this was passed. But I do think it's very interesting, and I think it's going to be something that he's going to be asked a lot of questions about um, while he's campaigning. Is you know how does he feel about this? Because he takes pride, I guess, in you know being a lot more quote unquote progressive about like discrimination than a lot of other Republican candidates um, and Republican figures. Yet you can't really be a true libertarian and you know, defend um, those being discriminated if you believe that there should be no interference with so, private business. Or especially defend, well, yeah, there's the there's the free market argument right. of, uh, to it, um, which kind of has worked in reverse, which is there's been, like, people have come out and said we're not going to cater gay weddings, have been boycotted, which is in some ways the free market working of, of us saying, right. well, we're not going to frequent your business. But there's also, from a libertarian perspective, there's a government coercion involved uh, argument to be involved in it, too, because when the government is passing a law right. that is infringing on, you know, it, which is forcing one thing or another, then that law would seem to be anathema to the libertarian argument that the government should pass less laws dictating what private individuals should and shouldn't do. Right. Um, or can do. So there's like a weird flip side to that as well. Right. And guys, if you're tuning in and you're listening and would like to chime in, the number is 212-650-6903. You can also tweet us at BeHeard underscore radio. Um, I just wanted to know, we'll be wrapping up in a few more minutes, but where where is the law, where is the, the religious freedom laws heading in the future? Will we? Do you think we're going to see more of this, or is are people scaling it back like Mike Pence because of the backlash? You know, I th- that's something that we haven't mentioned yet, and I'll bring it up in the last few minutes that we have before we get into the segment about uh, Walter Scott and also about uh, Kenya, what's going on in Kenya, um, but uh, which you should continue tuning in if you're interested in, uh, which you should be. Uh, <laughs> but there's a big corporate backlash, like a big thing that happened in Arkansas was that Walmart, which has their headquarters there, um, said, if I'm not mistaken, said like, we're not happy with this law. So when you have big corporations and big moneyed interests, and it's funny because it, it just shows you that like money talks. Mm-hmm. It's not like so much about religion as much as it's also about money. So when you have big corporations, and as we know, big corporations and Republicans are generally speaking sitting in the same seats together uh, saying, no, no, no don't do this because this will affect our bottom line, then you have Republicans waking up and going, oh, maybe we shouldn't do this. So I think that's sort of what you're going to see. I mean, and you're also seeing that in Louisiana now. So as I mentioned in the beginning of the segment, and I'll just reiterate, um, Mike Pence has been scaling his back uh, 
Georgia, that one was defeated, the language that they had. In Arkansas, he said, you know, we're not going to go forward. And a lot of that had to do with moneyed business interests putting pressure on it. And even now in Louisiana, which is the one state that's still Bobby Jindal is like, keep on keeping on. Um, (laughs) He won't stop the fight. No, he won't. And um, he's being told by a lot of big businesses, this will affect the bottom line. Like, this is going to affect business and corporation, and you shouldn't go forward with this as it is. So I think that is going to be the direction that you see this heading, which is with the backlash following Indiana, anybody who's going to pass this law now is going to pass the exact same version that the federal government has, and which raises the question, why bother? Because the right. federal law applies to every single state, so arguably you don't really need to have a state equivalent if you're going to pass a a law that's exactly the same as the federal law is. You just don't need it. It's unnecessary. On the other hand, in states that do decide to go forward on this, they're going to face severe economic backlash as far as I'm concerned. And there's also eventually going to be legal challenges to these laws. Right. And we will see. And that will obviously, more likely than not, if there is a legal challenge, be the topic of a news roundup or quickie in the future. Sounds good to me. So, guys, we do have to wrap it up. I just want to close it out with a couple of things. I thought about taking this last minute and a half to just say some really mean things about Christians and took off Selena to the point that she Please will not don't. speak to me for the rest of the show. But I said, hmm, what do I love more, Stanley or Selena's feelings? <laughs> and in this case, it's Selena's feelings. Oh, that's but a first. first. Yes, yes, Really, yes, yes. Stanley? Oh, wow. I have a heart. Maybe a soul, possibly. Possibly. But I, I do want to get this point across. We have people who believe that there is a monster in the sky made of spaghetti who is lording over us. We have people who, in order to get seen as a religion, sued every single person in the IRS so they can get their status. And they believe that we come from a faraway planet that dropped us off here into volcanoes that made, that made us watch propaganda movies to learn about Jesus and God and all these things. We have a religion where some guy named Muhammad told us about all these things, and there are all different people who have all different interpretations of them, and we have people who claim that they are Christians attacking this religious group religious group all the time as being crazy. And then we have Christians, all 17 million versions of them. You should be like a religious scholar. <laughs> that's, yes. that's religion. And Is that your expertise now, Stanley? Everybody interpreting one book in a different way. And yeah, and it's pretty much exactly what Alyssa said. Everybody interpreting one book written by one guy who's probably illiterate and just wrote down words that he saw on someone else's piece of paper and got something wrong and they're giving it different answers. And what I'm saying with all this is no matter how absurd some of these things sound, no matter how great some of these things sound, you have a right to believe and practice any religion you want. So if you believe in Jesus, Zordon, Scientology, or a bag of weed, that is your business. But it is not your right or your, your opportunity to discriminate against others because once you do that, I can tell you just how stupid you sound and your religion, your religion is because that's what it is. Well, except for Christianity, Selena. <laughs> just kidding. They're stupid too. <laughs>